0: Let's get it going, man. Let's get it going. Let's get the fucking party started. Added Room Podcasting Hour. My name is Darian. I am back and I am COVID-free in 93, ladies and gentlemen. I'm fine. You know what, though? I kind of wish that I did still have COVID because if I did, I might have gotten out of the full week that I spent couch shopping with my wife. That is a motherfucker, ladies and gentlemen. And it's not to say that my wife is indecisive or that, wait, really, what do you look for in a couch? Measurements, angles, right angles, chase lounges. They now have something called a cuddle corner. Speaking of cuddle corners, my main man buddy is back in the house. Hey,
1: what's up, everybody? What's
0: up, buddy? Oh, uh, you know, <laughs> you No. Know, it's been like a month,
1: <laughs> right? Or, 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 or longer, or more, <laughs> yeah, probably, probably more.
0: more. <laughs> uh, like uh, thirty percent of that is my fault for getting COVID. So yeah, I I, I could
1: have been here the you last You Could two weeks. have,
0: yeah, yeah. You could have. But you don't want COVID.
1: No, no. (laughs) Too many people get it. I'm like, you know what? (laughs)
0: If you can avoid it, just don't. Don't even. Yeah. It wasn't that bad, really. It was a minor cough, and uh, that was about it. Yeah. And by the time I tested positive, I was already outside of the five-day quarantine zone.
1: Oh, So there was no
0: point in not going to work. Because right. I, I was already past the uh, infectious phase. Oh, phase. Well, good. So, yeah. I didn't even get my five days off that I was looking forward yeah. to. God damn it.
1: Damn it. You screwed yourself out of it.
0: Fucking fuck. <laughs> Shit. I could have used a couple days off, too, man.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Goddamn couch shopping, buddy. That's what I've been up to.
1: Yeah. What are you been Cor- up to? Corner love seats, huh?
0: Fucking fuck <laughs> with this. Yeah, dude, so we go to R.C. Willie.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Um, now, we have like a weird living room situation because our dogs have trashed our couch, mm-hmm. but only in like a... Um, 24-inch range.
1: Right, the window. The window. It's the <laughs> yeah. part that's
0: right under the window. They want to look out the window. They jump up on the couch, and basically that little 24-inch range right there has become completely destroyed. hmm And it's not their fault. They just jump up on there, and then they push the cushion down, and... <laughs> Times, uh, 300 times a day, times, uh, what, four years that we've had that couch? Oh, yeah. Plus the fact that it's a $1,200 couch from Big Lots. Oh, goodness. It's cheap as shit. Mm-hmm. And they've just wrecked it. The rest of the couch, the um, uh, recliner that it came with, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Everything. Everything's great, except for that little <laughs> tw- two-foot span under the window, <laughs> yep. which is just fucking fucked. Mm-hmm. So now we got to buy a whole brand new couch. And we have to try to measure it out so that there's no...
1: Window spot? There's no couch
0: under the window. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's impossible. You know
1: what they're going to do? They're going to run up on the side and jump over sideways look at the window. It doesn't
0: fucking matter. (laughs) It doesn't
1: fucking matter, buddy. Yeah. Whatever
0: we put under the window is going to be (laughs) trashed.
1: Yeah. So... Your walls. (laughs) Oh, the
0: walls are fucked. The walls are fucked, man. It looks Uh like we had... uh, What's his uh Eli Roth made a movie right underneath the yeah. window and people are scratching Yeah, the window to get out. seal? They're fucked. They're fucked, man. It's all fucked. <laughs> Fucking dogs.
1: Yeah, put an electric fence
0: around that window. Oh yeah, that'll look great. <laughs> <laughs> Having the neighbors over. What's this uh why is this buzzing? This little thing here? What is this all about? Oh the dogs, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, on the inside of the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you
0: know, why is this window all barbed wired off? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have a problem with graffiti
1: <laughs> on, the <inside.
0: laughs> on the inside weirdest shit you've ever seen yeah right on buddy it's good to have you back home boy thank you
1: sir we got horror
0: news we got listener mail we got all the fucking the normal stuff here let's kick things off with a little horror news there buddy oh yeah are you down with that yes do you remember how this works i think so this is where we talk about <laughs> horror news items <laughs>
1: Horror news.
0: All right, go ahead, buddy. All right, the new Trick or Treat toys is
1: coming soon from Funko. Oh, a Funko minute. That's right. It's including two different toys of Sam from Trick or Treat.
0: I don't get it. I still don't get it. Yeah. I've seen them. They don't even look like Sam.
1: No, they don't. No. Mhm.
0: Whatever, man. You're into Funko, go right ahead.
1: Yeah, Funko also reviewed a few other upcoming vinyl soda toys today based on horror properties including Gremlins, Frankenstein, Gargoyles, Carnage, and The Witcher. Alright. Yeah, so you can pre-order all that today.
0: okay. (laughs) I was going to say, why bother? But there's some Funko nerd out there going, (laughs) "Oh, Right? Gotta gotta get on there.
1: Evil Dead, The Game, Collector's Edition, includes Savini, Ash Skin, and more. Pre-order now. $129. Yeah. $129.
0: I know. Do I? I, I, I want to pre... I don't know that I need all that shit. I feel like it's going to be out sometime uh, this year, as a matter later, Later this year. Yeah,
1: available for the PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, and Xbox One.
0: So, why don't I just wait? I don't think... I mean, why pre-order it? I pre-ordered Werewolf the Apocalypse, the game. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got fucked on that one because it only went to certain GameStops because I wanted a hard copy. Uh-huh. In the end, I was like, oh, the, I, the the GameStop that I pre-ordered it from didn't get it until like two weeks after every other GameStop in Reno. Oh, lame. But there's some fucking nonsense rule that says I can't just go pick up one of theirs. So I ended up canceling my pre-order and just downloading it. So why fucking bother with the pre-order? No idea. I, I'm not doing it. I'm not mm. doing it. I'll buy the game. I'll play the game. I'm not going to pre-order it. I don't need that shit. Hmm. Well, that's all I got. What do you got? Hey, now. Paramount has already ordered Scream Six. Whoa! Now I haven't seen Scream Five. Yeah, me either. I'm not a huge Scream guy, buddy. I, I'm not either. Uh, it was like the the first one was like pretty meta because it was like you know they're making fun of horror fans and the yeah. horror movie tropes, and I get that, and that was all well and good. Uh-huh. They could have stopped with that one. After that, it kind of became formulaic. Mm-hmm. And uh, Scream Four was terrible. It was bad.
1: I never saw that it. Was, that one you don't
0: need to see it. It was pretty bad. Uh, it's it's a bad sign when Rory Culkin is the shining oh. light of your movie. Yeah, Rory yeah. Culkin, <laughs> <laughs> the long lost of the Culkin brothers. Right. You know, there's like eleven of those dudes.
1: <laughs> I believe it. There's like
0: a Rory. There's a Macaulay, of mm-hmm. course. Uh, there's like a. Um, Stefano, <laughs> Stefano. There's like eleven fucking Culkins.
1: Probably uh, a Darian McCulkin. Trying,
0: I hope there is a Darian McCulkin. Please be a Darian McCulkin. Uh, yeah. Scream Six already on the way. I heard good things huh. about Scream Five. Okay. I haven't seen it yet, but I will reserve judgment on that.
1: Might watch it just for nostalgia's sake, but I don't think I'm gonna get all into it.
0: Ah. Uh, I mean, Scream 4 was just so bad. Yeah. It was really bad. Mm. And they keep shoehorning, uh, what's her name there? Uh, Nev Campbell. Yeah. Back in. Mm-hmm. God damn, man. What is she like, 45? <laughs> She's, I think she might be older than me.
2: Wow. That's
0: not a good sign, man. Mm-hmm. That's not a good sign. You can't be the, uh, the teenage survivor girl forever when you're pushing 50 right you can't you can't do it <laughs> well all right so uh what's her name there um,
1: ne- next one will be in a nursing home i was
0: gonna say Lori strode uh what's her name there jamie lee curtis, jamie lee curtis.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: all right stand corrected whatever uh have you seen the meg mm. great big shark movie yeah yeah jason statham yeah you like that
1: yeah it was pretty good
0: meg 2 has begun filming wow Meg Two: the trench okay so look out for that more sharks coming at your face. Uh, trailers are up for another <laughs> Dario Argento Giallo movie. Okay, into it? it's hey. called Dark Glasses. Okay, so I like the name. Sure, I like Dark Glasses. <laughs> They're good for driving and things like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I the like the last three Dario Argento movies have been garbage, hmm. and it pains me to admit it. And it's got a weird thing with the colors. Co- Colors, yeah And putting his daughter naked in movies Oh, yeah It's kind of off-putting I I love seeing Asia Argento naked Mm -hmm. Um, She is a rapist So watch out for that (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It's true, man Uh, But um,
1: Where do we sign up for that? I I know, right? (laughs) Well, The
0: the controversy was that There was like a 16-year-old kid That she was in a movie with And she went at him hard Hmm. And there's, like, Twitter feeds to back it up. Wow. And naked pictures that she sent him and stuff like that. got pretty, pretty, uh, uh, look out for that. Where's tip. the HR on that film? I know. Where, where was she when I was 16? <laughs>
1: right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just like I, some of the teachers I'll out there. i tell you like, what.
0: Hmm. You wouldn't hear a fucking thing. Right. Nothing. Just Darian with a shit grin on his face, mm-hmm. and that's it. <laughs> and a hard dick. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't I, I mean, he's going back to Giallo, which mm-hmm. is cool. So he's, he's getting away from the supernatural thing. Did you ever see that Dracula movie that he made?
1: Uh, what was it called?
0: It was called Dracula. Um, probably Dario not. Argento's Dracula. <laughs> no. Had Rutger Hauer as Dracula, and, uh, of course, Asia Argento as one of the vampire brides. Hmm. It was bad, man. It was really bad. And that came out uh, 2014-ish. Hmm. So, I don't yeah. know, man. I don't know. I'm going to reserve judgment. Yeah. Hmm. Have you? I know you've seen it but I'm going to bring it up anyway. It's this week's Immersion Therapy Nightmare Alley. Oh, yeah. One, two, three, four Oscar nominations. Wow. Yeah. That's really good. I really dig that movie. We'll get more into that in Immersion Therapy. Mm -hmm. That's good stuff. That's all we got in the horror news there, kiddo. You ready for some listener mail? Oh, yeah. I don't know that I am. People have been doing weird things since you've been gone. (laughs) They've been, like, taking pictures of me and putting them in weird places. Oh. So it's just so you know, that's what you're walking into here, buddy. All right. Get ready for some some uh, some graphic art, I guess, <laughs> for la- for lack of a better term. Here comes listener mail.
3: listener
0: mail oh yeah here we go we got emails and voicemails we got the whole shit here buddy let's start things off in sydney australia here comes our main man from horror for dummies it's Tim.
1: hey tim
0: what's going on man uh we are loading here we are subject time subject line fight time Hey guys, hope everything is well with you. No more COVID, I hope. I'm fine, Tim. Even when I wasn't good, I was, still, I was still fine. My kids got COVID last week, so I was stuck at home for the week, which sounds great. But now when you have three kids, all under the age of 10, screaming and running around. I am well, oh, well familiar with that process, <laughs> yeah. my friend. Uh, mm. how, how many times can I purposefully lose a board game? <clears throat> Before I have to call one of those mental health hotline numbers. Right. God damn. I I, I never uh, fancied myself an alcoholic, but I was willing to learn. I was willing <laughs> yeah. to, to, to try it out there, buddy. Uh, let's see here. Teradome. Are you keeping up with the Teradome, buddy? A little bit. This motherfucking tomato.
4: It's just I tearing it apart. Swear
0: to God with the tomato. <laughs> Teradome. And wow, what a matchup. I like Syl. I've had many private moments to the Species films. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hold on. Teradome. And wow, what a matchup. I like Syl. I've had many private moments to the Species films. But come on, we're talking about a tomato. How in the hell could Sill defeat a tomato? I'm taking the tomato to win. That's it for me this week. Much love to you all. Fucking Tim. Really? A tomato? We're sticking with the tomato, huh? <laughs> Buddy, who do you think would win in a fight between a tomato and sill?
1: I don't know how sill could beat a tomato.
0: <laughs> you don't... Okay, so you're taking the tomato. I'm going to I'm gonna
1: go for the tomato.
0: You motherfuckers. I swear to God. <laughs> All right, fine. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Here comes from parts unknown. It's Freddy... Hey, Freddy. Out on the open road somewhere. Subject line, Mother Truckers. Hey, folks. Hope you guys are feeling better and clear of COVID. Really fast before I start cruising today. I really dig it when you crank out some Leo. His music is constant in my rig. Voting for Sill. Hopefully next week we get some sexy demon alien time. LOL. Stay safe out there. Cheers, Freddy. Thank you very much, Freddy. Two for Sill. Uh, let's see who's up next here. Let's get over to jolly old England. Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) Here comes the horror slut herself. Cat is in the house. Hey, Cat! Subject line, super sandwich maker. Hmm. Evening gent, fingers crossed, or possibly gents. Do hope you have recovered and gained a clean bill of health. It has been a busy week already, so I don't have much tonight. As much fun as voting for the tomato has been... It would be predictable that Pyramid Head would just turn it into a sandwich topping. Hee <laughs> hee. So I will vote smart and go with Sill this week. Thank you, Cat. See that? Cat has a horror IQ. Cat <laughs> nails me just about every week in more ways than one uh, with the educating Darien. She knows what's going on, dude. You should listen more to Cat, buddy. Uh, as for educate i am pretty sure you are hellions she is correct again mm-hmm. recently watched it and was not very impressed though the first half was entertaining it lost me with the ending but it was possible i missed something while watching it time to get my shift started thankfully just standard shifts this week hope you all have a wonderful week and stay healthy cat p.s enjoy a little Richard. little uh, enjoy a little richard this evening She sent me a picture of Little Richard. Little Richard. Yeah. Uh, There's been a recent pandemic in the listener mail of dick pics. So we've had Richard Nixon. Uh, Kat sent me King Richard.
2: Mm.
0: Here comes Little Richard. Uh, Carter Burke has sent me multiple pictures of hot dogs with my own goddamn face on them. (laughs) They are hilarious, by the way. (laughs) That's funny. Beautiful. Thanks for writing in, Kat. <clears throat> Votes are locked in. Uh, let's get over right back here to Reno, Nevada. Here comes the cowboy. Hey, cowboy. Subject line, Beefsteak for the beefcake. Return of D1000. Ha ha. Hmm. Evening padded room. Hope everyone is doing well. COVID free and made it in tonight. I'm fine, uh, cowboy. I think I. it's really not that bad. Uh, I must have gotten Omicron, I think. Hmm. Because that's it's—it's it's more, from what I understand, it's way more uh, contagious, but the effects are not that bad. Okay. And really, I've had worse colds than than that, mm-hmm. so I wouldn't worry about it. Uh, I'm going to take a guess at educate with Hellions. Yes, I am Hellions. I watched the trailers yesterday and have it on my Hulu to watch soon. It looks interesting and shot really well. Plus, it has Robert Patrick, a.k.a. the T-1000. Hopefully, it's a good show and worth a watch. Things get weird in that movie. I'll just leave it at that, cowboy. You'll figure it out when you get there. Terra Dome. Obviously, I'm voting for the tomato. Ha ha. Not. Got to push my girl to one more round and the championship. Possibly a win. On that, I'll make an offer openly. Ha ha. If Syl somehow wins the Terra Dome... I will up my Patreon in the mo- for the month, and I get, hopefully, April as my birthday month. I will pick movies with a whole lot of titties. Ha ha! i tell you what there, cowboy. I think you just won this week's Teratome. <laughs> uh will uh, tell a lot of titties, and I will try for actual good movies also. Recommendations will be wel- welcome if there are certain titties that wish to be seen. Didn't have time to watch much this week, thanks to work, but I did watch the VHS movies, which are always fun in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to the newest Resident Evil movie, and we'll hopefully get to watch it before you cover it. Back to the grind. Hope everyone has a great week. Catch you on the flip cowboy. P.S. When the weather warms up, my offer for kayaking is still totally open for you all. Uh, the weather is like summertime. I know. It was like got up to like 65 today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm taking another week off. Of running, But I plan to jump right back in next week. And why not? Because the weather is beautiful. So it's kind of alarming, really. Let me take a quick peek at the old junk folder and make sure nobody got dissed. Um, yep, yeah, that motherfucker. Here he comes. <laughs> Here he comes from the Whalen yutani Corporation. It's Carter Burke. Son of a bitch. Subject line, two... <laughs> two lies and a truth. <laughs> this motherfucker. One of these movies will be on next month's list. Two will not. <laughs> the things this fucking guy does with pictures of me are astounding. Carter Burke, you are a Photoshop genius, my friend. <laughs> Uh, let's just take a quick peek at Slutty Anal Babysitters 5, starring Darian Brock. Look at wow. that. Wow. That's, that's pretty good. I'll tell you what, I've been working out. <laughs> yeah. I am looking pretty good. Uh, Is that
1: your sister? <laughs> I don't have a sister. I know. But if I did... It reminds me of Adam Sandler where he had a sister. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <coughs> oh fuck carter you son of a bitch <laughs>
1: or is that your night job
0: i think you just gave me uh, COVID again carter burke you <laughs> fucking asshole uh let's get down to southern california here comes tony subject line it's finally over greetings padded room well resident evil is finally over and i couldn't be happier Now, as I start my rant, I get these movies are not supposed to invoke a lot of deep thought, but you should at least give your audience some continuity and clarity. Even if it is a bullshit voice over the beginning, here it is, Darian. Do your best Alice voice. I'll do my best. My name is Alice. Everything you know up to this point was all one big lie by the Umbrella Corporation to cover up the greatest conspiracy in human existence – Washington, D.C. was a shit show. Claire and I barely made it out alive. Everyone else died. Here's what happened next. And then you start the movie. But instead, we get retcon after retcon after retcon every movie. And the worst part is, Paul W.S. Anderson isn't trying to bring conclusion to someone else's fucked up story. It's all him. He has fucked it up. He wrote and produced every one of these fucking things. I think I figured out the problem with all of these movies. It's him. Anyway, I will say, to me anyway, this was the most visually appealing of all of the movies. They finally did some good with the CGI, but man, everything else was bad. I did take a lot of notes on this one, and seriously, what the fuck? Oh, he's got a whole bullet point presentation for us here. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, So we aren't going to discuss Washington, D.C. and what the hell happened there. Wow, it's a good thing the military HMMWV had the keys in it. He's talking about the Hummer.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, by the way, Hummers don't use key ignitions. He's correct about that. At least they had Alice run from the Claymore. Yeah, you know. There is only 4,700 people in the world, and they all live at or near Raccoon City. There was an umbrella soldier inside the box the whole time. Was that soldier Snake? It's <laughs> quite possible.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: That fireball went through the tank. He must have had his tank window rolled down. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a funny point there. Mm-hmm. We are switching from the coin gun to the nail gun. So a nuclear bomb went off in Raccoon City, but the bottom of this crater and the pool of water isn't instantly melting everyone. Good point. Mm-hmm. Here is a joke for you. Why can't the zombie dog swim? Because he doesn't have the guts.
2: But Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Tone. Uh, again, with the retcons, now it's not an arms race, but a corporation that started everything. Do we know at this point if Alice has her powers back or not? Claire apparently keeps Cannon Fuse in her pocket. Yeah, Well, they kind of half-assed made that make sense by her taking a bullet apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure, why not? Why doesn't this laser hallway just go full grid every time? The whole point is to kill what's in it, in the hallway, not play games. He was teasing her. Just fucking fucking around. Mm -hmm. So the grenade that Alice used must have had a 10 to 15 second fuse on it and somehow didn't destroy the vial. Good point. Mm -hmm. So the antidote has to travel the globe at the speed of wind, yet people only have like three minutes before everyone is dead. So Wesker is now bad again, and the Red Queen is good again. Wesker used to be Isaac's boss, and they were not friends. Now Isaac is in charge, and Wesker is his bodyguard slash henchman. There was zero Ada, Leon, Chris, Jill, Becky, or Kmart, and zero explanation why. There was also zero Luther, Mm -hmm. who I was somebody I was looking for. Now for the Terra Dome. I think we have established that Syl is a black widow. She does attack others that she deems a threat, but for the most part, it's a black widow-type killing. And I don't think she can have sex with a tomato. Maybe if <laughs> Syl was a dude, eh, then Syl could definitely fuck a tomato, but as a female, I don't see how it is possible. My vote is for the tomato, unless Darian can do research to find proof that a female can have sexual intercourse with a tomato. Well, Tony, you can... I mean, ladies really can fit just about anything up there, right? Mm -hmm. As far as I know. And according to slutty anal babysitter six, which I apparently was a star of, uh, lots of things go inside there. So I'm going to go ahead and put you down for the tomato anyway, because you seem convinced. As for the other movies I watched, I checked out Nightmare Alley. Not really horror, but you know what it was? A complete fucking story that made sense. (laughs) Hmm. I also watch Countdown. It is basically a Final Destination movie, but instead of trying to figure out who's next and watching your back, you have an app on your phone that tells you when you are going to die. And I'm about halfway through the Korean zombie show, All of Us Are Dead. So far, pretty good. The translation dubbing is weird in spots, but the relationship stuff in the first episode is kind of confusing. But after that, it really picks up. For educating Mrs. Darian, Hellions, you are correct, Tone. Until next time, Tony. Thanks, Tony. Beautiful. Thanks for writing in, Tone. Mm -hmm. Uh, After all of his bullet points, I don't really feel a need to go through the movie. Right. So we can just call this an episode. (laughs) Wrap this motherfucker up, man. (laughs) Yeah. Let's go do some more shots. Uh, Right on, Tone. Thanks for writing in, amigo. We got some voicemails here. All right. Let's kick it over to the old Google Voice. Here he comes, the man from Alabama, it is the wrecking ball of people that call into the podcast, it's Allen. Hey, Allen. What's up? Oh, cool. All right, let's try that again. Padded
4: room, what's up? Hope what's up, Alan? Doing all right, Darian man, hope the Corona didn't kick your butt too bad. I'm fine. (laughs) Anyway, Taradone, and the only reason I'm going with this, I want Pyramid Head to enjoy a nice sandwich after he wins. (laughs) Give me the tomato. I mean, he's got that big sword. I figure he can chop it up, kick back to some mayonnaise. Sure. Some bread, have himself a nice sandwich afterwards.
0: I like a sandwich. Anyway,
4: uh, Mr. Darien, you are a hellion. You are correct. Hope you're doing good, man. Hope the rest of your family's doing good. We're fine. Talk to you later, man.
0: Thank Bye. you very much, Alan. We're all fine. Don't worry about us, buddy. And if you get the, the Omicron, Corona, you're going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. You probably had worse uh, head colds, so don't even sweat it, dude. Uh, speaking of Southern California, here comes Monica's pod boyfriend, Mr. Tom Hardy.
4: Hey! Tom. Hey, hey yo. old room. How's my favorite degenerate this week? hope everyone is doing well. I'm okay. Darian, my boy, you got the COVID, huh? I did, yeah. Well, I think we can turn lemon into lemonade okay. here. Okay. Now, so yeah, I got to work Super Bowl Sunday, oh, all right? Oh, sucks. man. And, you know, the only way I think I could get out of this is, uh, you know, if I come down with the COVID come or just get a positive test. i so give it to you. So here's my proposal, sir. Okay. <laughs> you spit in a ziploc bag you fedex that down to me coming right i'll up. get one of them home tester kit things sure. and put it on there okay bop 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 all of a sudden bingo, i got bingo. a positive test i can sit at home and watch the city burn instead of being out there what do you say darren <laughs> yeah
0: absolutely on, my man coming right at you
4: anyway uh I have a feeling you probably won't do that. But uh, <laughs> let me just get in on the regular shit show then. What do you uh, think, man? What do we got here? Uh, oh, yeah. We got the Terror Dome. Yes, sir. We got Phil and we got the Beefsteak Tomato. Tomato. A.K.A. the next champion of the Terror oh, Dome. Oh, no. I mean, it's got to be the Beefsteak, right? Come on, beef now. Steak just, uh, his weaponry is just too impressive, I would assume.
0: It's a tomato. I, Phil,
4: all she can do is seduce you the yeah. tomato. They don't, like, reproduce like that. So, obviously, yeah, put me down for the tomato.
0: You motherfucker.
4: Um, okay. Oh, on the what are you looking at department. Yeah, what do you got? I got to catch um, Hostel, the movie Hostel. Sure. I mm-hmm. actually never saw it. Oh. Uh, oh. I was told, like, back in the day, oh, dude, it's, uh, this dude gets tied to a chair and they just torture him for two fucking hours. No. I was like, oh, that don't sound too interesting. There's so, I just nice never got around to seeing the thing. But then things. I actually saw it. I was like, all right, well, let's give this thing a, you know, let's give it a shot that's here. That's awesome. sure. That's you know, not a bad flick, man. And no. it's not just, you know, torture, porn, or whatever. Yeah. it's. I mean, it's it's a good flick, I thought. I mean, sure. I don't know. Just my, my impression of it. Uh, I also got to catch uh, Vincent Price mm. in that flick, Diary of a Madman. Oh, that's a good one. Mm. I got to say, one of the better um, older, older horror flicks mm-hmm. I've seen yep. recently because it seems like so many of them, just kind of devolved to uh more of a suspense film more yeah. of a thriller this one here was definitely a horror flick though mm-hmm. and i thought it was pretty good man i thought it was pretty good i'd say that. check it out if y'all have a chance sure anyway that's all i got tonight hope all is well love you like family bye now
0: love you too tom hardy uh you take care of yourself man and if the rams win then um yeah, <laughs> yeah, your, your your whole city's gonna go up in a big fiery mushroom cloud. I'm sure of it. I don't think they're gonna win though, so I think we're gonna be okay. What do you think, buddy? Bengals or Rams? Bengals. Yeah, I'm with I'm with buddy on this one. Joe Burrow's a maniac,
2: mm-hmm. man.
0: I love him. All right, uh, that's all we got. Um, buddy, do you have anything for Tom Hardy, Allen, Carter, Burke, Tony, the Lut, slut, uh, cowboy, or Freddie or Tim?
1: Thanks, everybody, for calling and writing in.
0: Absolutely. Uh, your Dome votes are locked. Let's get into a fucking movie here, shall we? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
3: I can't remember much before all this started. Sometimes I feel like this has been my whole life. Running. Killing. My name is Alice, and this is my story. The end of my story. Ten years ago in Raccoon City, there was an outbreak. It spread across the world within days. One way or another Our world is coming to an end The question is Will we end with it? Alice, Alice. developed an airborne antivirus It would destroy the T-Virus I have no reason to believe a word you say True, but I can offer you something you want very much What is that? Revenge We can then drop this To the hive, we go together. What are we gonna do? We're gonna kill every last one of them. Grab some gear.
4: This is what I do.
3: We played a long game, you and I, but now it's over.
0: Yes, sir, buddy. Resident Evil, the final chapter. Yeah. It's from 2017. It got 5.5 stars on IMDb. It's written and directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. Again, stars Mia Jovovich, Ali Larder, and uh, some other people. Mm -hmm. Um, Hold on. Um, God damn it. Uh, How about Sean Roberts? Yeah. Who the fuck is he? Hmm. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter who he is. Um, It's got an R rating. Uh, so at this point, we're, we're saying goodbye to Alice and this iteration of Resident Evil, whatever the fuck it has devolved into. And we just find, need to find a way to button this whole thing up and send it off into the sunset. Mm-hmm. is what we're doing here with the story so we can well, well, I mean this franchise isn't known for plot lines or continuity no or writing <laughs> at all. It's really all it is is a bunch of fantastical fight sequences mm-hmm. run around um, it's it's the fast and furious of horror movies is yeah. what it is so if you're expecting like some kind of a I felt like they were going for like a moving uh ado to Alice.
1: Mad like, Max kind of remind me of that a little bit.
0: Oh yeah, we're f- full post-apocalyptic at this point. We mm-hmm. have been for the last five movies. Right. So I mean, sure but it, uh, okay, well, I'll, I'll get into it. There's a lot going on here. Mm-hmm. None of it makes a lick of fucking sense. So before we get into this movie, we have to do a quick recap of Resident Evil Retribution. <clears throat> Now, as you'll recall, at the end of Retribution, uh, Alice, Jill Valentine, uh, Leon Kennedy, Luther Ross, and uh, a handful of other survivors made it from um, the Siberian uh, submarine facility to Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. where they had joined forces with the Umbrella Corporation as humanity's last stand. And Albert Wesker turned out to be, like, the leader of this movement. And we were now on his team, okay? That's where we left off. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, like, the last ten minutes of uh, Resident Evil Retribution was that there was this big uh, bunker in the White House. And uh, there was just hordes and hordes of zombies and flying fucking things and big hulking things uh, running at the White House. And there was, like, a wall... And uh, there were helicopters flying around it trying mm-hmm. to fight off these hordes. And Albert Wesker gave Alice her powers back with a quick injection. And um, that, 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 that's where we left off. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now we just need to pretend that that never happened. You can wad that up into a tight little ball and stick it right up your butthole. Because that's none of that is going to make... It's not relevant. None man. of it. None of it <laughs> at all. Nothing no. at all. In fact, the only part that's in any way going to play into that is the fact that uh, the final chapter starts at the ruins of the White House. Yeah. That's about it. hmm Really. Uh, so we get we get the standard Resident Evil voiceover, and we get a lot of exculpatory monologuing from uh, Mia Jovovich about the origins of the T virus and why the Resident Evil and the uh, Umbrella Corporation and all this fucking shit. And we start off back in D.C. with Alice coming out of the bunker all by herself now. Yeah, nobody there. Or Nobody around, around yeah. nothing, not, whatever happened. Now, I read in the trivia, and I would not have gathered this if I hadn't, that this movie takes place three weeks after they touch down in D.C. Okay? All right, sure, yeah, whatever. What? Sure, <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, needless to say, everybody is dead, and the White House is in ruins. Alice comes climbing out of the bunker. She's the sole survivor. There will be no mention of Jill Valentine. Leon Kennedy, Luther Ross, uh, any other character that we may have uh, met along the way, right? Or even for that matter, the the events that I just recapped for you, because we're going to pick up as though I I guess something happened but nothing that would in any way tie into this
1: they'll make a movie that goes right in between the two i'm
0: (laughs) probably not gonna watch it (laughs) i don't it's gonna take place in that tight little three-week window window (laughs) yeah we're gonna see everybody get killed except for alice
1: it'll be it'll be a short
0: it'll be very short it'll (laughs) be like a 10-minute movie Mm -hmm. uh so she gets out complete desolation everywhere um, she starts walking around. Uh, the DC is in ruins. White house is in ruins. She gets attacked by a zombie, uh, at the national mall comes out of the water. It's chained up somehow. Uh, she gets into a Humvee as Tony alluded to. It had the keys in it. Mm-hmm. Humvees don't have uh, key ignitions, but it's fine. Um, starts driving around. Here comes a big winged, uh, demon looking thing starts chasing her around. Uh, she blows it. There's like a high speed chase and she blows it up using a claymore mine that she found inside the Humvee and, uh, blows up the Humvee and the winged wing thing, the demon thing, whatever it is.
1: Yeah. It's kind of weird looking.
0: It, it was, uh, look more like a demon than anything. Yeah. And, um, we don't get any kind of explanation as to where the fuck those things came from No, or what they would be doing or how they're part of this. Scenario. And you don't,
1: you don't see it until no. the end.
0: And uh, Well, we'll see some more of those, but it's not going to make any sense then either. <laughs> no. Uh, so she gets out. She blows it up. Very cool. Starts walking around. Here's, here's the real sad part of this movie, buddy. Uh, one guy died making this movie in a Hummer accident. Another lady, a stunt lady who was performing a motorcycle stunt for Mia Jovovich, had her face degloved i.e. had all the flesh ripped off her face when a crane-operated camera didn't lift up when it was supposed to, and she drove a motorcycle right into a fucking camera, and it hit her in the face. Oh,
1: damn. Face
0: degloved. Also lost her left arm. uh, Had to have major reconstructive surgery. Um, Yeah, she's done, dude. I mean, she's still alive. I bet she wishes that she wasn't, you know. Which is really gnarly, considering this is not a good movie. (laughs) Yeah, all that for... Fuck. For this? For this fucking thing? (laughs) My gosh. Uh, So that's gnarly. Uh, Alice starts walking around the ruins of D.C., happens upon a bunker, goes inside, uh, where she, I guess, stumbles into some kind of a war room situation. All the computers come alive suddenly. One of the old sco- old school printers starts printing out "Hello, Alice" over and over and over again. And who should pop up on all these old old computers? None other than the Red Queen. Mm-hmm. All righty, here we go. Now, a couple of problems. Well, actually, quite a few problems. But I'm just going to point out the obvious here. Uh, the Red Queen was a security AI designed by one Dr. Ashcroft in, or as it was explained to us in Resident Evil Apocalypse as a security measure for the Hive and Raccoon City.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, fine. In Resident Evil Afterlife, we met the White Queen, which was a similar AI designed by Dr. Isaacs Mm -hmm. to uh, basically as a personal assistant to him. All right, fair enough. The Red Queen was designed to protect humanity, as it was described in in the very first Resident Evil movie. Mm -hmm. Her whole purpose for locking down the hive and killing everybody in it was to contain the T-virus. All right, let's circle back uh, about three movies later when she is now an umbrella operative, and... When I get to the end of this movie, it's going to make even less sense than it does now. Okay? Somehow. (laughs) Somehow it's going to make even less sense. All right. So the Red Queen explains to Alice that she is turning on Umbrella. And the reason why is because um, she was uploaded a file which basically uh, kind of compromised her original programming. And now her, her first objective is to protect umbrella employees her second objective is to protect human life right which sort of makes sense although it kind of flies in the face of the first resident evil movie but okay i'm with you so far so basically she needs alice to get back to raccoon city because in the original hive which we escaped from in the first movie there is a a airborne pathogen which would act as basically a cure for the Mm t-virus And if released, it would basically kill anything and everything infected with the T-virus. Unfortunately, that would include Alice. Right. Alice is on board with this. Uh, She doesn't mind dying because her life has been shit for the last 10 years. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure she's had enough. Yeah, why the fuck not? (laughs) Okay, excellent. So she gets out and uh, she's like, okay, I'll go back to Raccoon City. Uh, She immediately gets attacked by an Umbrella mercenary team, I guess. Yeah, she tries to she they have like this elaborate uh, snare set up under a bridge where they catch her as she's trying to steal a motorcycle. Uh, She, of course, kicks the shit out of all of them and kills them all and then tries to steal the motorcycle. But it's got some kind of a security measure where if her thumbprint doesn't match, then she gets shocked uh, unconscious. Yeah, excellent. Uh, we do get to see a cool... For like 20 hours. Yeah. Well, we get to see a cool fight scene where she kills all these dudes while hanging upside down. Yeah. Uh, sure. That's the kind of shit that yeah. we've come to expect.
1: Holding on to, uh, that cord thing like Pink does in her shows. Yeah. Spins around <laughs> with Those a submachine sup- gun blasting all <laughs> yeah. these guys.
0: Excellent. Uh, unfortunately, she gets shocked. Uh, and we're we're right back in Resident Evil territory because the last four movies have been Alice waking up in a weird situation and fighting her way out of it. Yep. So why would we d- differ from that formula now? Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what's going to happen. She gets shocked unconscious. We get a bunch of flashes and pseudo memories of her possible past. And then she wakes up and she is in some kind of a vehicle. Yeah. Uh, tank or something. She's being moved along. She's handcuffed who should walk into this vehicle, none other than Jonah Mormont himself, Dr. Isaacs. And he's like, hey, you're going to tell me what I need to know. And she's like, I don't remember my own name. What do you want me to tell you? And she, he's like, why are you going to uh, Raccoon City? And she's like, I don't know. It seemed like a good place to hang out. <laughs> so he decides that they're going to, quote unquote, cast her out. Because suddenly Dr. Isaacs has found God which yeah. is out of character completely for this entire premise. Okay, he's like, cast her out as the Bible says we should. So they throw her out of the vehicle. We get to see the vehicle. It's like this very cool armored, um, it's not really a tank, but it's like some kind of an APC, uh, heavy armor, twin Gatling gun mounts. There's actually two of them going down the road at the same time. And there is a giant army of zombies behind them following them. They're going like 15 miles an hour too, which is kind of dumb. Dr. Isaacs is like, we know you're going to Raccoon City. I want to know what the hell you think you know about Raccoon City and what's going on there. She's like, I ain't telling you shit. So they throw her out. They chain her to the back of the uh, APC. And they start dragging her behind it. Mm -hmm. So this is where we get cool fight sequence number two, where she gets up on top of the goddamn thing, uh, kills everybody that comes out there on top of it. Uh, The other APC starts shooting at the first APC, (laughs) blows that thing to shit. Somehow this fucking thing has like a uh, motorcycle deploy side mounted (laughs) on it, and it pops out like a life raft. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. All right. Sure. Why not? <laughs> why? Why wouldn't you at this point? Yeah. Uh, she gets into a pretty cool knife fight with uh, Doctor Isaacs on top of this thing. She cuts his hand off and steals the motorcycle and goes firing off in front of it. She needs his hand in to order start it. to start it because you got to have the right fingerprints to start these fucking things. But apparently, only to start it because once she gets it running, she throws Looks the good. hand. Yeah. And she's good. Uh, goes hauling ass towards Raccoon City, gets there, finds a loose-knit group of survivors in a high rise. Uh, they flag her down a little bit. Or actually, they she, they uh, hit her with one of their traps, and then they take her upstairs. And who else would it be but none other than, of course, Claire Redfield. Because
2: mm-hmm.
0: somehow she's still alive. Zero mention of her brother who was a prominent character in Resident Evil Afterlife, Chris Redfield. Yeah. Uh, no idea what happened to him. No idea what's going on. We get a very quick... Uh, it's go- been
1: three weeks. She's over it.
0: <laughs> well, that this would be after Resident Evil Afterlife, so that would probably be like five weeks. But at oh, the same yeah. time, it's like... We, we get a, a half-ass attempt at a, a, a dialogue explanation. She's like, yeah, after the Acadia, we... Flew one of the ships, and it crashed here, and I found these dudes, and now I'm in the thing. And, yeah. And Alice is like, yeah, okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> I'll
1: buy that. Sure.
0: Yeah. Why not? Uh, all right. So, in they go. Uh, obviously, Claire asked no questions about where the hell Alice has been mm-hmm. or any of the survivors that came out of the, uh, the Siberian submarine bay. So, that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Alice is like, Hey, uh, Isaacs is on his way here and he's got a whole goddamn army of zombies. Uh, what, uh, I got to get to the hive cause that's where some shit is that I got to get to. Uh, but I don't want to leave you guys here. So the premise of this is that the, the few remaining human settlements are going to last less than 48 hours from the time the initial conversation with the red queen happened. Right. Um, this apparently is one of them, even though there's maybe 15 people. Total surviving humans on the face of the earth at this point are about 4,000. So there's about 15 people in this high rise. Uh, we have we have our usual character archetypes. We have Claire, who's the leader of this group. Mm-hmm. We have the uh, standard asshole. There's always an asshole in the group. And he's immediately complaining about Alice and how she's some kind of an umbrella operative. Uh, we have the the swarthy hunky love interest of Claire. Mm-hmm. He's there. We have a doc. Uh, we have an out of place hot chick that somehow knows how to build shit,
2: mm-hmm.
1: played
0: by Ruby Rose, who I like a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is very attractive. Yeah. Uh, we also have a uh, a random Asian hottie. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not going to learn her name, which is a bad sign. If yeah. we don't learn her name, that means her life expen- expectancy is probably <laughs> yeah. about 10 minutes from now. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we got to get we gotta get this high rise up and, and running because we got this big army of undead fuckers coming at us. And these two tanks leading them here. So we got a lot of problems here. Uh, there's some kind of a crane operation on the top of this thing. Somehow they've got a lot of gasoline. Mm-hmm. So they modify the crane into some kind of a catapult. And we go full army of darkness on these guys. Yeah. They come rolling up, and we just start firing gasoline barrels at them and blowing the fuck out of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, We hit one of the tanks with the gasoline barrel. Apparently, that particular tank wasn't fireproof on that day. Right. Because it just spit-roasted and ran into a building. (sighs) Unfortunately, that wasn't the tank with Isaacs in it, because that one's still going. Of course not. Uh, Isaacs has a human survivor, one chick, Mm -hmm. and he's like, let her go. So she takes off running towards the building. All the zombies are following her, and in a stupid Game of Thrones kind of move, at the last minute they open up and kill her. Mm-hmm. But in doing so, they manage to get the survivors to open the gates, which mm-hmm. let a handful of zombies in. Which
1: is really stupid. All this for one dumb. person? For one really? person?
0: No, go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, so this is brings us to the next stage of our plan. We let all the zombies into the building, and then we just pour gasoline on them and, and light them up. Yeah. Okay. That was pretty cool. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Uh, plenty of CGI, burning bodies, oh, all yeah. that stuff. Alice zipline. This is like a thirty-story building. Mm-hmm. Alice ziplines all the way down this fucking building. That would have taken like twenty-five minutes. I know it's like That's slow fine. motion. It's
1: fine. <laughs> <laughs> Isaac <laughs> could just look, we'll look at his watch Boop. or something. He's going, okay, any second. Maybe I'm
0: going to we- come back in about <laughs> fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, she should be about halfway by then, <laughs> right? She's ziplining down, shooting at zombies as she's going. Um, Really, all the survivors get killed except for the asshole, Claire, Doc, swarthy love interest, and of course Claire and Alice. Uh, They get down there. Big kung fu fight between Alice and one of the tank operators. Mm -hmm. Uh, She beats him and uh, strings him up because he wasn't paying attention to the weird triple barrel shotgun that she has. Where the fuck do you buy one of those? (laughs) I don't know. I don't think such a thing exists. It's fine. Triple barrel shotgun. I
1: know, that's great. Uh,
0: <laughs> something, man. Uh, she shoots him, and then she ties him to the back of the tank, and then off the tank goes, and a lot of the zombies go following that particular tank. Excellent. Now we've got about uh, I don't know forty minutes or so to get to the hive entrance,
2: mm-hmm.
0: which is right in the middle of Ground Zero, where the bomb went off at the end of Resident Evil Apocalypse, mm-hmm. which destroyed Raccoon City. All right, so. I don't want to be a stickler for details here, okay? But as we'll find out here in a minute or two, the Umbrella Corporation is behind the T-virus, and it's leaking into the atmosphere, basically the end of the world. Yeah. At the same time, throughout all six of these movies, the Umbrella Corporation has gone to great lengths to try to contain the T-virus.
2: hmm
0: How the fuck does that make sense? It doesn't. It doesn't. I'm asking too many questions. I know. So, case in point, Raccoon City, which the Umbrella uh, Corporation launched tactical nuclear missiles at in an attempt to contain the T-virus. Why would they do that when they just want... uh, Okay, I'll explain that in a minute. But basically, they want to propagate the T-virus to bring about the end of the world. Mm -hmm. Why launch missiles at Raccoon City if it's going to contain the T-virus? I don't know. Okay, I'm asking too many questions. All right. So that's what they got to do. They got about 40 minutes to get themselves inside the hive and find the uh, cure to the the T virus with a working elevator too. Well, of course, yeah. Well, they got it first. They, it's like a, they got to get to the bottom of the crater because that's where it is. <laughs> Zombie dogs again, all over the fucking place. Oh, yeah. Uh, kill three or four more of the survivors as they're running through the uh, the woods and jumping off the cliff and all that. Good times uh they kill a couple of the zombie dogs apparently these fucking things can't swim nope so because they
1: don't have any guts they don't have any guts tony (laughs) you son of a bitch
0: uh they get to the hive entrance they get inside and this is uh where we find out that albert wesker who whose team we were on Mm -hmm. at the end of the last movie is back to being an asshole. Yep. So he locks him into the hive. He's now suspecting the Red Queen of um, some kind of double cross. So he's taken full control of the uh, security measures of the hive. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Sure. Uh, once they get inside the hive, the Red Queen pops up, and she uh, plays a recording of a meeting before any of this shit happened. Yeah. At the... Uh, Umbrella Corporation uh, board meeting, like the the headquarters. Mm -hmm. And basically what we find out, and if you're paying attention, you'll know that that's Mia Jovovich's voice Mm -hmm. coming out of the old lady there. Uh, Dr. Isaacs basically convinced the board of directors that the end of the world was coming, and it was inevitable, and there was nothing they could do to stop it. The only thing they could do was try to survive it, and the best way to do that would be to engineer their own end of the world. Thus, they would be able to prepare for it. They would know when it happened, and then they could basically reboot the Earth Mm -hmm. after all of the undesirables had died off, is what they were thinking. Mm -hmm. So somehow he sold them on this, which, again, doesn't make a lick of fucking sense. Kill the rednecks. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it's like. But when we get the big reveal at the end Mm -hmm. with... Alicia, she she was still a majority uh, control holder. Yeah, why would she sign off on this if she's just going to come up and? and oh, oh, oh. All right, all right. Didn't whatever. go
1: according to plan.
0: Well, obviously not. <laughs> uh, but it, the point the point where she signs off on it to begin with doesn't make any sense right. because she backdoors the whole thing so that she can. Sort of stop it, even though it's way too late. Mm-hmm. I All right, whatever. Whatever the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> all right, whatever. Uh, so they play this recording for her, and it's basically Isaac's convincing the board of directors that they need to kickstart the apocalypse using the T-virus, and uh, thus they can... Uh, re- them and, like, a thousand Umbrella employees go into, like, this weird cryostasis... Underneath the Raccoon City Hive, mm-hmm. and uh, as soon as the T-virus runs its course, they will awaken, and they will come out to a world that is still full of resources, and they can basically rebuild society in their own image. <sighs> Where's the profit in that? I don't get it. I don't understand how that makes sense. Uh, given uh, So his partner in the Umbrella Corporation is an old lady named Alicia. Mm-hmm. Now... If you're paying attention, you will know exactly where this is going. Alicia. And as soon as you hear (laughs) Alicia's voice, you won't see her in this recording. You'll just see the back of her head. But as soon as you hear her voice, you're going to be like, "Ah, that's fucking Mia Jovovich, Mm -hmm. you son of a bitch. Uh, (laughs) So there there you go. Uh, (laughs) And uh, so the Red Queen is like, that's why I have my secondary objective is to protect humanity and this is compromised by the Umbrella Corporation primary objective. So I need you to get in there and let go of the um T virus antibody uh pathogen so that it'll basically help us rebuild the world. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. So uh they all see this. Um the Red Queen gives Alice an earpiece and once she puts the earpiece in, she's like oh, by the way, Umbrella has an operative working in your group, and since all these people with you are still alive, I have to assume it's one of them. I don't know which one it is. Mm -hmm. So she's like, ah, yeah, okay. So away they go. Uh, They get into like an airlock chamber where they have to make their way through the fan blades. Um, As soon (laughs) as they get through, the fan blades start, and they're like, oh, okay, it's just an air shaft thing. Let's get out of here. But Wesker is watching this, and he's like, Reverse the the fan blades, so it's now sucking them towards the blades. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, that's where Ruby Rose gets turned into a pink mist. Yeah, unfortunately, it's because she flipped them off. She did. Don't be flipping off cameras, dude. Right? Piss them off. <laughs> uh, she gets misted. That's great. Then from there, they get into a air condition, air, some other air duct where they're crawling through. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, this air duct is laced with trap doors that go, go to all <laughs> kinds of weird different places. Yeah. Uh, one of them is just a free fall in which you splat and die. Mm-hmm. Uh, that guy gets killed. Uh, another one goes down to like a weird meat locker, meat locker? Yeah. kind of a thing with a bunch of zombies hanging from meat hooks. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's kind of cool. Yeah. The swarthy, handsome dude and Alice get down there and they have to kind of like traverse this area. Uh, along with their medic, a guy named Doc. Mm-hmm. Doc, unfortunately, gets killed by something that looks remarkably like venom. Yeah. Uh, gets his head bit off, uh, leaving Alice and the handsome guy. They go running around. While that's all that's going on, um, the asshole guy gets killed by one of the dogs. Claire gets dumped into a completely different area, where she gets put into a glass holding cell. Not to worry, though, because she has one bullet on her, and that is all you need to blow a hole in a glass holding cell. Yeah, that was She somehow chews it open and makes a fuse and like a small explosive that blows the the bottom corner out, and she gets out and gets free. Mm -hmm. All right, excellent. While all (laughs) that's going on, uh, Claire and the handsome dude make their way all the way back down to... The original Red Queen's chamber that yeah. we saw in the first movie. And wouldn't you know, the all the uh, heavy ordnance that that first team of mercs took into that chamber is still there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Excellent. Uh, C4, couple of CAR-5, submachine guns, um, some other stuff. I, I, ammo, I expect. Yeah. Some explosives. Uh, they load up and then... Unbeknownst to us or the mercenaries at that point, that Red Queen's chamber is actually a giant elevator. Yeah. Which when you put the right passcode in, which Alice suddenly magically has, it goes down into this big giant cryo chamber hive mm-hmm. where all of the umbrella corporations are sleeping soundly and their cryostasis. Chambers, that reminds me of Matrix. Although, yeah, a lot like me. This mm-hmm. movie borrowed a lot from the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Alice and the handsome dude go down there, lace the whole place with explosives. Uh, they've got to get to the main chamber where Wesker is running all of this shit. Mm-hmm. As that's happening, two of the cryo chambers pop open and somebody gets out. Now... The first person to get out is Dr. Isaacs. Yeah. And you're thinking, what? Well, who the fuck is this guy? Mm-hmm. He's out driving the tank around, leading another army of zombies towards the high yeah. ventures. Uh, the other one pops open, and we don't see who it is, but we do see there's a wheelchair right next to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, out comes Alice. Uh, she comes walking in along with the handsome dude. Uh, they confront Wesker, and they're like, hey, you fucker, give me that goddamn uh, pathogen. And he's like, I don't have it. And then out comes Dr. Isaacs, and he's like, I got the pathogen. Put your guns down. Uh, If I break the pathogen here, it's just going to be contained in this airtight hive, and it's never going to see the surface, and it's never going to do anybody any good. Ha ha, you lose. You lose, sucker. (laughs) Uh, She's like, ah, shit. So this is when we get the big reveal that the umbrella operative was actually the handsome guy that she's been hanging with. Mm Mm-hmm. That's the bad news. The good news is that Alice figured it out back in the Red Queen's chamber because he's the only one that's still alive. Yeah. Probably be the only one to live through this. The only way he could is if he was the operative. So she loaded his gun. uh, She actually didn't. She put a blank. uh, She took out the bullets. Empty magazine in his gun. So he's drawing down on her. Uh, We're getting this big, uh, no, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die speech (laughs) from uh, Dr. Isaacs. And out comes our another friend. And he said he
1: was the original. He is
0: the original. Apparently the other doctor. I said, because this motherfucker has died at least four times times throughout the franchise. So is Wesker. Yeah. Not that it fucking matters. Mm -hmm. Um, Out comes our friend in the wheelchair. And wouldn't you know it, it's little old lady, Mia Jovovich. She's like, I am Alicia, and I am the majority shareholder, and I've had about enough of this apocalypse shit. Mm -hmm. And uh, none of this, I don't like any of this. You need to kill him and then uh, take him to the uh, to get the pathogen. Put it up there so the world can restart itself. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Yeah, that, that that was the plan." And he's like, "Well, how are you going to do that?" So she fires Wesker, which eliminates the Red Queen's directive on Umbrella employees. Right. She basically drops a um, elevator like a, door, some some kind of heavy door, right on Wesker. Yeah. Doesn't kill him, but like chops his leg off. Mm-hmm. He's going to bleed to death. So Alice gets into a big fight with. Um, isaac's back and forth they somehow they find themselves back in the laser hallway which Mm -hmm. apparently still works despite all of this fucking explosion
1: shit um yeah he puts on that contact so that he can control the yeah
0: so he's like looking at like you know probabilities and all that shit Mm -hmm. because some kind of some kind of cyborg all of a sudden um She gives Wesker a dead man switch connected to the C4 in the cryo chamber. Mm -hmm. So as soon as Wesker dies, he's going to release the switch and the whole cryo chamber is going to explode. So he's holding on for dear life, but bleeding out. Alicia is next to him in her wheelchair. She's like, would you just die already? We all need to die. This is stupid. (laughs) Um, Alice goes on fighting uh, Isaacs in the... um, Laser, Laser hallway, kicking. <laughs> she's she's taking a pretty good beating. Yeah. Uh, eventually, he like starts like toying with her, like holding her hands up to the lasers so they come by and slice her fingers off. Mm-hmm. And in doing so, she sticks a grenade in his pocket and pulls the pin, mm-hmm. and then blows him up. But not really; just kind of wounds him yeah. on the side, and like it's more or less a punch. Yeah, but I mean, I guess like he's bleeding internally, so he starts like falling down. She runs up, grabs the um, uh, pathogen, the the -the cure-to-the-T virus. At this point, she's got like three minutes left before the last of the human settlements fall, I guess. So she gets in the elevator, her and Claire, and they haul ass upstairs. Uh, She gets out into the open air where the second zombie army is closing in on her. Mm -hmm. And she's just about to break it on the ground and release the pathogen when... Dr. Isaac's number one, who's got a handoff, shows up. the guy that she cut the hand off on the, on the tank. Yeah He's like, "Hey, you can't be doing that shit. We need to restart the world in umbrellas, uh, you know image and all this." And she's like, "Ah God damn it!" But then we find out that Dr. I, the real Dr. Isaacs, I guess, uh, uh-huh. from the elevator comes back up and he's like, "Oh!" Wait, no, I'm the real Dr. Isaacs. You're a clone. And he's like, no, I'm the real. And then they go back and forth. Mm -hmm. Basically, fake Dr. Isaacs uh, stabs real Dr. Isaacs to death and then gets immediately eaten by zombies thereafter. And then Alice smashes the um, the T-virus cure and all the zombies just in a giant tidal wave just keel over Mm -hmm. right there. And so does Alice. But then the explosions go off because Albert Wesker finally dies and blows up what's left of the Hive for the third time. Right. Uh, killing all the Umbrella execs and Alicia. But somehow, Alicia uploaded all of her memories because she was the original child model for the Red Queen and she...
1: Yeah, all the childhood memories that are yeah, so hers are now going to be uploaded.
0: Go into Alice. But then Alice wakes up and we find out that... Uh, the pathogen only killed the T-virus in her. It didn't kill her. So she's like, okay, great. Even though she's still a clone. She is, but now she has all the memories of a normal person. So she's like, yeah, I guess I'm a real boy. I'm a real girl. (laughs) Pinocchio. (laughs) And she's like, okay, I'm going to go. I got to get this pathogen to the rest of the settlements now. So uh, she gets on her motorcycle and starts driving around. But then these winged things come after They come back. I thought the pathogen was going to kill all that shit. Right? All right, go fuck yourself. It must be land-based, not air-based. <laughs> Fucking whatever. <laughs> That's the end of your movie and that is the end of your franchise, buddy. Mhm. Did you watch all the Resident Evil movies? I've seen them all. Did you have a favorite? If you had to the pick first a favorite. One. I would say Retribution is my favorite. Yeah. That's the one where they have to fight their way through Tokyo and Moscow and Uh, It's like the weird simulation. Oh yeah, yeah. And Tokyo, Moscow, uh, New York, and then finally Mm -hmm. up into the thing. That's probably my favorite. Uh, These are these these are just nonsensical, really. Mm -hmm. If you're a fan of the video games, you're not going to like any of these because they don't don't really have anything to do with anything. No, really. This is the Fast and Furious except for the
1: the big monsters because you get you do get to shoot the big monsters and yeah games, I mean so. there
0: is like some subtle nods yeah like Leon Kennedy shows up right uh, he just vanishes at the end of the movie yeah shooting uh, zombies same thing uh, Jill Valentine uh, what the fuck happened to her Chris Redfield no idea yeah. uh, other there's other characters in this franchise that I was Kmart uh, Luther Ross. Mm-hmm. Um, Wesker, what the fuck team is he on? How many times did Wesker die in this franchise? <laughs> At least three that I can count. Yeah. Oh, get the fuck out of here, man. I'm done. I'm, I can't. I can't any, anymore with this. Uh, if you are 22 years old and are on a steady diet of Monster Energy drinks and Doritos, you will love these. Oh, yeah. These, this is about as good as it can get right here. <laughs> yeah. uh, there is plenty of naked G- Mia Jovovich. Uh, I will say... In this movie, none. Her, her cup size went up. Yeah, I thought so too. I considerably. I thought so too. I know she's had a kid or two in the making of these movies, mm-hmm. so I'm sure that helped.
1: Yeah. But but no nudity though in this No, one.
0: but we really showcased some cleavage. Yeah. She's wearing a low cut thing and does a lot of crawling. Mm-hmm. And we get to see... Oh yeah. The, not a lot left to the imagination mm-hmm. here. Um, I, I, it's going to get better. I'm going to do uh, Welcome to Raccoon City. That's the reboot next week. Much better than mm-hmm. this, any of these, really. <laughs> yeah. All right, inmates. Uh, t- pff, yeah, check it out. If uh, if I have intrigued you, <laughs> we're gonna take us a little break. We'll come back with some other stuff. All right.
3: like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at Patterroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show.
0: And we are back. <clears throat> Buddy. Yeah, man. Can you off the top of your head Think of a horror franchise that has gone deeper off the rails than Resident Evil. Mm. I mean, you, you you take like a Halloween for example. It went it went kind of crazy, but like it always kind of circled back. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it I, like they they always at least made an attempt to make things make sense.
1: Um. Oh, I can't think of the series. Tell me. It's the one where accidents always happen and they're trying oh, to uh, a...
0: goddamn Final, Final Destination. Yeah,
1: Final Destination.
0: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that one at least stayed true to its to its byline <laughs> yeah. where it was like, okay, it's not a villain, you're just afraid of accidents. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, at least it didn't deviate from that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This one with the characters coming in and out, and in and out, in mm-hmm. good guys, bad guys, disappear, reappear, no explanation, right. no kind of anything. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I, I don't think there is, off the top of my head, a worse horror movie franchise. A lot of people will point fingers to the Crow because those movies took a right oh, shit. Yeah, they did. Um, but. Okay. But I guess the weirdest part about
1: it—some <laughs> of the Texas Chainsaw Massacres.
0: <laughs> well, Tom Hardy is raising his hand wherever he is right now. <laughs> uh, but this one just somehow these are these are all big budget theatrical releases mm-hmm. too, right? Which kind of makes it worse in a way because, like, if you look at the last two or three Crow movies. They were sci-fi originals. Right, they yeah. Were straight to, straight to uh, DVD. Yeah, VHS. But <laughs> yeah. straight to Redbox, man. Shit, yeah. didn't even get to Best Buy. Uh, so, I mean, you can give them a little leeway, but these right. were like big-name, theatrical, mm-hmm. you know, multi-million dollar productions. Yeah. And nobody at a writing writer's meeting raised their hand and said, uh... What uh, what about uh, Chris Redfield? Where Can we address that? No? Nothing? Okay. I don't know, man.
1: Writer's block.
0: Okay, but that <laughs> at least needs to be addressed, okay? Yeah. <laughs> if I can't figure out what happened to one of my main characters in the previous movie, I should probably be fired. Yeah. Get somebody in there who can somehow... Figure it out. Mm-hmm. Or at least, you know, film a three second death sequ- death sequence yeah. of him yeah. Oh shit, he died. <laughs> oh, he died. All okay. right, all right, well Move he's on. dead. Okay. Don't have to worry about that. I don't know. I'd it's very it confounds me that these movies got made. Mm-hmm. You know, or at least the the quality of movie that was put out was somehow approved by a big name studio. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. I don't know. They made money. I guess is yeah. what the bottom line is. They made a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll leave it at that. That's that's, that's a bubble. That's all of the answer that I have for you is that they made fucking money. And there you have it. Yeah. All right, enough about this. Enough about that iteration of Resident Evil. Are you ready for the Terra Dome? Yes. Here comes the Inferno Conference Championship. Last week's winner, ladies and gentlemen. No
3: tears, please. <laughs> it's a waste of good suffering. gonna hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains. In. I'm gonna bash them right the fuck in. I'll kill you all. I try to be crazy. i kill you all. Like, my gonna... dream come true. Six-year-old child with this blind, pale. Emotions, face the, the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. <laughs> the pterodome.
0: In the barren blackness of empty space, there is no room for error or miscalculation. As Syl made her way through the empty vessel, she thought she was alone, but she wasn't. In silence, the tomato watched and waited. Then, poised to strike, took advantage of his adversary's lack of caution. With a small shove and the closing of an airlock, Syl was jettisoned into the void, never to return. With a vote of nine to seven, the fucking tomato... Advances over Syl. Wow. The sexy alien. There you have it. Hmm. Terra championship round. Final round next Ooh. week. It will be Syl versus, or excuse me, the tomato versus pyramid head. All right. I know what you're thinking, buddy. Hmm. I know what everybody's thinking. They're thinking, God damn it, Darian, I'm depressed now because the Terra Dome's over. And I have to wait till next June for the next Terra Dome <laughs> to get my produce requests. In. Yeah,
1: I'll go for lettuce.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's a Attack of the Killer Toast franchise out there, <laughs> right, <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> well, I've got some good news for you, buddy. Yeah, the teams competition starts in three weeks from now. Ooh, get your picks in now before they go for your terror teams to compete. In the Terror Dome Teams division Which Mm. is going to start In three weeks Well actually That's the wrong calendar Uh, Last week in February Is when it's going to start So actually Uh like Two weeks and change So get your picks in now Inmates That's it for the Terror Dome Championship round Next week In the meantime We've got to tell you What movies we got to look at Yeah I'm sure Buddy's got about Four pages worth (laughs) Since the last time We saw him What are you looking at? I checked out a pretty cool little movie I found on Tubi called Last Radio Call. Mm -hmm. It's not bad. It's shot mockumentary style. Uh, These two cops get called to an abandoned hospital uh, for some kind of a disturbance. They go running in there. It's all body cam footage. One of them is never seen or heard from again. From there, it goes into the, his wife trying to figure out what the hell happened mm-hmm. and like a documentary team following her as she's like reviewing the body cam footage, going to the hospital, uh, looking at footage that other people have taken from the hospital. Oh, wow. It's it's not a bad show. It's hmm. low budget as shit. It's, you know, found right. footage, but it's not that bad. Uh, I watched that and I watched The Deep House from 2021. Have you seen this no. one? Interesting concept. Uh, basically a haunted house mm-hmm. that is submerged at the bottom of a lake. Oh. And scuba dive, a young couple are like urban explorers. Mm-hmm. They scuba dive down there and they get basically fucked with haunted house style in full scuba gear underneath, under under the water. Wow, that's kind of cool. It's, it's an interesting concept. Yeah. Um, one of the problems I had with this movie is that the actress who played the the female, who's mm-hmm. pretty hot actually. Every time she talked she sounded like she was having an orgasm. Oh. It's very strange. And I don't know if she was given that direction, but uh oh, Ben, you're so annoying. Oh, what's going on? Oh just, Yeah. Sounds like they told her when you talk So be scary. Uh oh. I know, but like even before they get into Scuba Gear. Oh. They're like walking around driving a van around France. This whole thing happens in France. She's rehearsing. Maybe. <laughs> I'm getting ready uh, for the underwater sequence. <laughs> this is so stupid. You go to the bottom of a lake. Uh,
1: uh. Oh, yeah. that get tiring real <laughs> why quick. Why do you do that?
0: Why, why yeah. are you doing that? <laughs> that can't be your normal conversational tone. You should tone.
1: do that in a drive through I know, right? <laughs> I would um. like a
0: number two in fries and sauce. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> what? Hey, guys, listen to this guy ordering.
1: Can you repeat your order, please? Yeah. You can just pull up by yourself.
0: Hey, you guys got my fries or what?
1: <laughs> yeah, they're all staring at you. Everybody's like peeking out the drive through window to see who it is. Look
0: look down in the car.
1: I think he's getting a blowjob yeah. or something. I hope.
0: No, it's just me. I'm really hungry right now. Oh! <laughs> That'd be so funny. What the hell? I watched that, and then I watched a movie called Boat, also on Tubi. This one's from 2021. Mm-hmm. Not a bad show. Uh, this one is about a guy who takes his little um, like a rowboat out into a fog bank where he discovers this abandoned yacht. Hmm. So he climbs aboard to see if there's anybody in there. It's completely abandoned. It's a very nice yacht. It's like a full yacht. Wow. So he starts walking around. When he goes back out, his rowboat is gone. And now he's marooned on this abandoned yacht. Hmm. And shit gets wild from there. He like locks himself in the bathroom. He can't get out. Uh, another ship almost come. Basically, I think the, the connotation is that the yacht was haunted uh. or possessed in some way. Hmm. But uh, he gets fucked with pretty hard by the yacht. And it's, wow. uh, it's not a bad show. It definitely kept my interest. Hmm. That's all I'm looking at, buddy. What do you got, big guy?
1: Uh, well, before it became Immersion Therapy, uh, my girlfriend and I saw Nightmare Alley in the theaters.
0: Oh, nice. It, yeah. That's so. a pretty good show, huh?
1: <laughs> yeah, and in well, the theater, that was that was pretty cool. Yeah,
0: we'll get more yeah. to that in a second.
1: But. Mm-hmm. Uh, f- flashback from uh, 1982, Mega Force. It's a... Uh, I don't know. It's like a spoof on... Uh, i don't know political stuff okay and uh they got like motorcycles and that shoot rockets sure the very end you got a flying motorcycle i love it (laughs) it's pretty good all right
0: definitely worth a watch had me at flying
1: motorcycle (laughs) yeah it's pretty silly um, Unhinged. Okay. Oh, that was a really good one with Russell Crowe. I uh, definitely recommend that one. Very cool. And one of the most recent ones that my girlfriend and I found on Netflix, Murderville. This isn't a movie. This is like a, right now, I think it's six episodes for a season. Okay. Um, basically, what you have is um, like this crime plot. But they bring in a celebrity, but the celebrity has no script. It's all improv. Oh, wow. And they have to figure out um, there's a murder, and they got to figure out uh, the clues throughout this series. They're 35 minutes long. And at the end, there's three suspects, and then the celebrity has to figure out, you know, because they got to take notes, which one of them was the killer. So who's the celebrity? Uh, There's Conan O'Brien. He's in one episode. Oh, that one was great. That's the first one. Yeah. Um, Oh, who else was in there? there? Annie Murphy. I don't know who she is. Okay. Um, Marshawn Lynch. The, wow. Yeah, Running he, back. He, he was, yep. Okay. He was in one of them. Uh, Leong Chung or I don't huh. know. It's, okay. Uh, Asian guy. And then... Kumar or Cool something whatever his name is, but okay, yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. You can ch- Very cool. Definitely yeah. check it out. It sounds interesting. Yeah, Murderville. Right on. All right, that's all I have checked out. All right,
0: inmates. How about some immersion therapy then?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, Sharon Stone also.
0: Oh yeah, she Crossed her legs. Or... <laughs> no, maybe no, a little bit. Wow I don't want to see her. She's not going to do that. <laughs> <I'm> not interesting. <laughs> pretty old, right? Yeah Yeah.
4: Immersion therapy.
0: What'd you think of that Nightmare Alley, buddy? Oh, I loved it. That's a great show. Yeah, huh? completely yeah.
1: different than what I was expecting.
0: Um, uh, you ne- you never know. With I knew Gir- was- Guillermo del Toro.
1: Yeah, I knew it was gonna be slow, but I was like, okay, where is this going? Where is this going? And then it's just, it's just all suspense. Yeah,
0: I mean? <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, great. It's more like a film noir. Kind of a thing, yeah. like a not necessarily a murder mystery, but like a crime pulp kind of a thing. Yeah, from the forties, uh, Bradley Cooper was badass. Oh heck yeah, fucking a. Um, what's her name there? Not not Rooney Mara, but the other one, Kate Blanchett. Is that who it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. smoking hot mm-hmm. in the forties getup. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. loved it. Great show. Um, two hours long. It was kind of slow, but it yeah. definitely. Kept the ball rolling long enough to where you know you've, mm-hmm. you're kind of rooting for him, but at the same time you're like, this guy's a piece of shit, really. Yeah, but then it's not like it's like, but they
1: don't it? you don't get that at the beginning. It's no. like, oh, this nice guy. And, I know, and know. then he's
0: kind of learning like this kind of long con kind of a thing with yeah. the carnies, and you're like, well, I guess that's kind of how they run that operation, right. at least back in the forties. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, well, it's not. It, it is a con, but at the same time, it's like. It's more entertainment, but then he kicks it up a notch in New York and then gets the whole millionaires involved. Yeah. Damn, son.
1: And that one guy's like, ooh, I want to know more about that guy's history. Yeah, exactly. Gosh. This guy, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: What the fuck is going on with him? (laughs) Right. He's got, uh, what's his name there? Like the hitman on Mm -hmm. his payroll. Jesus. Yeah. Right on, dude. That's a good show. Check it out. Streaming on Hulu, or if you're lucky enough to to catch it in a theater, I'd recommend that also. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you got for us this week, buddy?
1: All right, this week let's check out 2020's Meander. It's about a woman who finds herself locked in a series of strange tunnels
0: full of deadly
1: traps. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, and you'll find this gem on Amazon Prime. Very cool, inmates. Check it out. We will do the same and compare notes next week. Mm-hmm. Now, however, you must educate me. <laughs>
3: Educating Miss Monica.
0: I, last week, was a hot 17-year-old who happens to be pregnant and was waiting for the big Halloween party to break the news to my boyfriend. Unfortunately, Mom decided to split and leave me in charge of my little brother so I won't be going to the party. Not that I really wanted to. Uh, I can't be drinking and smoking because I'm pregnant, and I don't really like this fucking guy that I let uh, knock me up. So, really, I'll just take the night off. And then everything went full lavender for a while. Uh, not sure what the hell that was supposed to mean. <laughs> and uh, these kids with buckets on their heads started showing up trick or treating over and over and over and over again. And it's really getting on my goddamn nerves. Who am I? I am Hellions. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that movie, buddy? Yeah. I do not understand the purple. No. It goes on for, it's quite extensive.
1: It, it reminds me, like, all of a sudden the camera just had an issue. Well, we'll just roll with it. They gotta go. <laughs> we can't,
0: we can, we'll maybe fix it somehow later. I don't know. Just yeah. keep going.
1: Yeah, just keep going. I kind
0: of felt to me like they were going for, like, some kind of an infrared thing. Yeah. Like, you no, know, because there's a scene there where Robert Patrick is, like, feeling his way through the hallway. hmm But we were seeing it, but it just in this weird lavender shit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know what they're what they're going for there. It's not a bad show if you can get past that. Mm-hmm. Who might I be this week, you ask? Well, I am a semi-attractive waitress with a gnarly overbite. And uh, I don't particularly like my kids very much. Uh, good thing this millionaire showed up and a- and offered to take me and a couple of his friends out on his yacht for a couple of days off the Florida coast. Yay! A little vacation for me that I really needed. Oh, shit. Uh, We also ran into a uh, big abandoned boat. And wouldn't you know, uh, there's some asshole with a sack on his head, who may or may not be me, chasing us around and killing us off. What the fucking fuck, buddy? Who might I be, you ask? Tune in next week, and I will fill you in, my dear. (laughs) In the meantime, I think that's about going to do it for us this week, gang. Thank you very much for joining us. Join me next week for Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. The shining light at the end of the tunnel of this nonsensical franchise. (laughs) Uh, We do have a Patreon campaign running, if anybody gives a shit. Uh, PaddedRoomPodcast.com is where you'll find the link to that. $5 donation will get you control of the month of April, along with a Padded Room t-shirt and travel mug. Um, Like, comment, subscribe wherever you found this show. That helps our visibility quite a bit, if you have time. In the meantime... For Buddy, who's not in absentia. Yeah. This week. He this made week. It. He's alive, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. He is not chained up in my basement. Monica, who is chained up in my basement. <laughs> Waitresses with overbites. kick flips off of motorcycles into uh, exploding uh, flying demons. Hummers with keys. Hummers with keys that aren't supposed to have them. Claymore mines that do not work that way for those of you who may or may not be ex-military bullet escape abandoned boats bullet escape weird airborne pathogenic cures I guess and the padded room podcast I'm afraid visiting hours are over
1: bye and have a great week soon